0: show presents Comicast 398, sponsored by... Twin Suns Comics and Gaming, Age Age of of Comics, Comics. and... Gammatonymous. With your host, Pablo Gunner, and I'm here to talk nerdy to you about the comics for the week of July 17th. Here at Talk Nerdy to Me, we have our own grade scale... And for comics it is strong buy that's strong art strong writing then you have buy solid art solid writing but not the strongest then weak buy that means there's something weak about it you should only buy it if you have the extra money then strong skim strongly suggest you skim it then skim means it's weak on both writing and art that's why it's just worth a skim then weak skim means only skim it if you have the extra time and then pass is pass also there's the best book of the week, which we call the B bow aka Back and Bag of the Week, okay? And there's the runner-up to the back and bag. I usually say those towards the end. There's commercial break about halfway through or towards the end, whenever, at some point during the podcast. And, spoiler alert, I am reviewing these books, so there's going to be at least minor spoilers. And one of the spoilers is I'm going to be saying Contender as well, as a contender for runner-up and or Be-Bow. So there's that as well, but yeah, like I said, I am reviewing these books, so I'm going to be spoiling them at least a little bit, try not to spoil them too much, cover broad strokes, more the hype man than spoiler man, but I really get into spoiler territory when I get overly excited, especially for runner-up B-Bow announcement, because that's when I go into the nitty-gritty as to why it's the best book, and of course I have to mention those things that are spoilery, so you may not want to listen to that part. Uh, you may want to anyways. It's up to you. But you have been warned. So I'm going to go ahead and jump into this starting with DC Comics. It is Aquaman number 50. It is Deconic, Rocha, Henriquez, and Go on this one. I was expecting this to be super great because of how the other one went. and But I was kind of like, let's try to, you know, just review this on its own and so it actually starts in the past of this guy getting shipwrecked and then these people building a lighthouse for them and it's weird because you have like it's it almost seems like a it's a support group or something going on and it's them talking about Aquaman and then boom all of a sudden he shows up and this is in Maine I think with this crew of these demigods. Of course, all these reporters are here and they're like, Why were you gone? Where have you been? Who are these people? You have a right to tell us what's going on. Wonder Woman shows up and she's like, you know what? Give us some time. We'll figure things out. We don't owe you anything, but if we feel like it and we want to be nice, we will. So this little boy, he actually gets shoved over and stuff and is this cake that uh his mom sent him to go give to Aquaman. Uh, is is a little bit uh, smushed, but it was in a bag. It was in plat. It was kind of like in a, a plastic cover, you know, saran wrap. So it's a little mushed, but it's but it's still you know intact. So yeah. Anyways, they go visit him and they ask him, hey, what's going on and stuff, and he's slowly telling her what's going on. And she's like, yeah, yeah, you, you reacted to the news about Mir in a bad way, and he's like, uh, yeah, I know that, but if she wants to hear from me, she'll call now that she knows I'm around. And then they talk to her and they're like, it's a similar thing where they're like, hey, you should get a hold of this guy, you know, he's. you should give him a call and see what's up. And she's like, oh, he'll call if he wants to get a hold of me, you know. And so it's kind of like just them somewhat at a standstill. This police officer lady, she's showing these people the rounds and they're like, hey, what should we do with these people and stuff? And they tell the story of this gentleman who was at this lighthouse, the old lighthouse, that's been run down broken down they don't use anymore i think it connects to one of the demigods that's there and and stuff but we're not really sure yet it's just like a tease and they're like all right well let's just let's put them over there and then uh mira makes this crazy announcement as well of like who she's gonna marry because of her current situation and stuff and it's really crazy So and then like somebody gets a hold of Aquaman at the end and then uh, somebody gets their own offer as well at the end of Aquaman. I don't want to spoil who it is but it's probably pretty obvious but it might not be obvious considering things. It was really awesome. It was another fantastic issue. Different. It didn't exactly go where I expected it to go and I love it when things go the way I don't expect them. And... In, a, in when it's especially when it's good, right? But the best thing is that I didn't have myself. I kind of stripped myself of the mindset of, okay, well, I thought it was gonna go this way. I'm gonna try to strip myself that of that and just go in this fresh. And I I think I received it way better because of that. But it's still a solid issue regardless, and looks phenomenal. So it's definitely a strong buy. Next is Blade Runner Number One by Titan Comics. It is Green, Johnson, and Guinaldo. So this one has a different person. It's this lady. and She has black hair. It's like kind of, you know, cut at her ears. And with the, it's just like very straight and stuff. And she has this guy, and you don't know who he is. And she's like, you know, I could get a lot of money from you. And it's not this, and it's not this, and it's not this. But it's these that'll make me a lot of money. And she's like, so I'm going to give you the choice. You can either kill yourself or... I can have these guys come in and uh, do it for me. What do you want? And so she gives him a knife. And so he essentially robs her of what could have made him, made her the most money. And so she's like, yeah, you know, I live in the slums. This is where I am. This is what I do. And this is the people I have connections with and stuff. And then someone, they bring her a mission. She goes to them. It's this guy and it's essentially like there's these islands people like bought their own islands and stuff uh the super rich live on islands that are like still pretty nice and clean and stuff like that one of them that his kid is missing and so is his wife so he's like hey i need you to help me you know yes we've had our issues but they're not there i have thought they were pretty minor so i don't think this is a problem so will you help me find my daughter and my and my wife, and he's like, I think she's special. I know a lot of people say that, but there's something, there's something different about her, and and I think that's that's why, and stuff. So this lady is, she goes to look for him, and she's like, hey, because I'm in the slums, because I am on the streets, you know, I know these people. I don't have to pay them for information. They just give it to me because I know them. We're friends, you know, or are not really friends, but she knows them all. Uh, something happens where she does start finding out information and she gets closer and closer. She finds the vehicle. Uh, but then it just goes into this like thing where what's going on with the mom or what did go on with the mom and the child. And that is left with an end. And then there's also another puzzle piece that they kind of give you with the lady because they're like, they're like, you're so good at your job. Are you enhanced? What's going on? And she says no. You find out why in this, which is pretty cool and pretty interesting. And it's pretty crazy what's going on, even with her, as well as the mom and the daughter. So we'll see how that goes in the next issue, hopefully, because it is phenomenal. It looks phenomenal. It's great because I feel like you have two different styles of art. In and in a, well, not two different, but they look similar, but different enough. Because it's like one's the current this lady's story and then this other thing that's going on with the mom and daughter. But yeah, it's really intriguing. I like it. I'm down for another issue. So I can definitely give it a strong buy. Now for Bloodborne 13 by Titan Comics. It is Kot, Kowalski, and Simpson. I feel like this is a new story arc or new story or something. We have this gentleman he is in this library he's looking through these books he's mentions that he's drinking you see these stone statues he says that he's seen things he's seen war and now he's back and he knows why everything is wrong in Yarnum, is wrong in this place and he takes the page from this book and he goes to this bar and then he sees these Two ladies or a guy and a girl, I don't know. And he ends up hooking up with them, and he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna put this off for another time because I'm gonna I'm doing this," you know. And then you see him, and he's getting lowered into these icy waters in this suit, and. All he sees is blackness, he's brought back up, you know, he splashes his face, and it looks like he's seeing somebody that does the tarot cards or something like that. He just sees, like, this horrible face in all the windows of Yarnum that he goes out and sees, and his cards are revealed, and it's kind of one of those things where, once again, it seems like we have somebody who has good intentions, and then you see the reality of it in this world that everyone really is dark and twisted when it comes down to it. And so that's that's what you see in this. It's pretty interesting. It's pretty awesome. It's pretty crazy. It looks phenomenal. It's intriguing. I'm down for more. I feel like uh I feel like this is a good jumping on point. Even if you're not really into Bloodborne, if you've never played the game, I don't think you really need to know anything about it. Does it help? Absolutely, but you don't need it. And so I still feel like it's a strong buy. Then I read Collapser Number 1, which is DC's Young Animal. It's number 1. It's uh, Wei, Simon, Kirazis, and Peter on this one. We have somebody laying down on the floor. They have this black, I don't know if it's like this black goo that's in them or something like that. And these people are like, alright, this person's dead. We're going to take it. And so they take it and then you see this kid or this guy and somebody's knocking on his door he's freaking out he's like oh my gosh there's some robbers breaking in i'm gonna use this sword to fight him but it's not really a sword it's a toy and it's just crazy And then he opens the door and he's in his underwear and this guy's like hey here's this package it's from your mom and he's like my mom what she left when i was a kid what are you talking about so but there's something weird about that guy. So they just gives him a package, and he's like, "Oh crap! I gotta get ready for work." You see him go to work, and he's works at a uh, old person's home, and you see how he's dealing with that, and he's actually dealing with it pretty well, so, considering. Like if this happened to me, I would not be dealing with it as well as he is. It was it was pretty crazy, and it to me speaks droves of this person's character of how well. The things that happen to him working throughout the day and the things that he wants to do like there's this old man there and he promised that he would play a tabletop game with him I don't know if it was chess or checkers or what but he wanted he was supposed to play a game with him he couldn't because he was so busy all day so and then uh, but he has his own thing going on and so he ends up going to this club and he's a DJ. And it's like, oh, okay, this is pretty crazy. And then supposedly there's somebody there who's like a talent or something that's that's supposed to see him. Or this is like his big possible night to make a big break. And then power goes out because of he makes a connection with this thing that was part of this package that, that was brought to his house. And so he's really upset because he's like, why did this happen? He blames other people around him and he gets sucked into like space or whatever and this thing like talks to him and then he wakes up like days later and his buddy's like dude what the heck happened to you and he's like did i time travel because he's seeing somebody from his past and then like other weird stuff's happening and he's like what the heck is going on so it's really crazy it's really interesting i like this guy so far and yeah, it's pretty cool. I like it. It's, it's a really good, obviously it's number one, it's a good jumping on point. So that's obvious, but it's really a good point because it's a good book that does make you want to jump into it. So I'm, I'm intrigued. I'm interested. It looks phenomenal. It's, it is pretty dark. I don't know. It's not dark and gritty the whole way through. I feel like it does have like a darker, seriouser tone, but there are some like cartoony parts and some colorful stuff at times when it needs and so yeah it really works for it so i think this is another one that's a strong buy now doctor who the 13th doctor number 10 which is hauser ingranata bailey and comic craft on this one and i like how they give you the little recap on what happened previously and as well as with the characters so that you can get reacquainted with them And stuff, and then it jumps into the story, which is something happened where these people thought that she was stealing, that the doctor had stolen, because they're like, oh, well, the person had two hearts, so it had to be you, because you have two hearts. And so she's like, no, it was somebody else, but I think I might know who it is. So they go visit this person, and I think it's called uh, the Corsair. She's like, I don't know who you are. And she's like, well, what about this, and what about this, and what about that? And she's like, nope, 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 not ringing a bell. And then she does something. She's like, okay, now I remember. And so they're in a bar, obviously, because this is the kind of place that the Corsair hangs out. And it turns into kind of like a big bar fight type thing. And then they have to make a run for it. Because it's something the Doctor does, but then because of something the Corsair does. It's, It's pretty cool. It's pretty interesting. I always love it when you have other Time Lords get with the doctor, because you're like, ah, yeah, this is crazy, this is nuts, you know, it's it's just, I, I like that stuff, it's, because it's, it's, you know, for one, you don't see it too often, and two, it's like of her own kind, but different, and stuff, so they jump into her ship, and she's like, all right, well, you know, just so you know, the reason that I stole this thing is for a good cause, and uh, it, it's to take back, take it back to the people that originally have it, but the thing is, is that the people that i'm stealing it from they have had it for so long that it's just part of their culture at this point but it really belongs originally to these people and uh so she's like do you want in on this job and she's like i don't know let me think about it but of course she ends up with like all right yeah tell me about it at least so yeah and it's pretty cool and funny and interesting too that like the humans that are with her her crew they're like oh okay this is what it's like you know like This is what you have to do, what we deal with now. You have to deal with it, but it's yeah, it's just different, so it's pretty cool. I like it. It looks perfect for Doctor Who. Uh, It's really interesting. Like I said, so many aspects of it bringing in that they don't do too much in the shows, I feel like, and so I'm really digging it. I I can give it a strong buy as well. On to Justice League 28. It's Tinion 4, Fernandez, Sampier albaran and hi-fi on this one martian manhunter and hawk girl and they're continuing this chase this hunt for lex luthor hawk Girl's like you know this isn't smart this isn't good what we're doing you know like we shouldn't be doing this and even lex luthor he telepathically tries to link with martian manhunter and he lets him in and so he tells him like hey put her to sleep and I'll lower the defense. I'll come up and and we'll have a chat and stuff. And then you also see the Justice League and they are in the antimatter universe looking for the Anti Monitor. And there's all kinds of stuff is going awry. There, they're like, obviously there was a struggle here. Something's going on. It's not good. We need to get out of here. This and of course it doesn't look good. It doesn't end up good. Uh, that's why it didn't look good. But anyways, Luthor and Martian Manhunter have this chat, and it's like it's Luthor, and they're all like, "Oh, I thought you're dead, but he's changed, and he looks kind of like Brainiac, but different." And it's it's crazy because he has like moments of like craziness, but just like pure brilliance at the same time. I love like Starman talking to this kid that's supposed to be the kid of Hawkgirl and Martian Manhunter. That's pretty cool too. Uh, essentially, what come what happens is. Lex Luthor does what he wants to do. He tricks him. And it wasn't really that hard it seemed like cuz it was like they was just playing into his plan and all because of curiosity and this hope that he could turn Luthor good and it's just not turning out good. It's just getting worse and worse and worse and worse. So it's really crazy but Hawkgirl she comes to his aid and that's really awesome but unfortunately it's not enough in time but yeah, it's phenomenal. It looks phenomenal. It's interesting. This is a issue that I feel like stands on its own even though everything that comes before it enriches it and you'll want to read what's next. You probably don't have to but you'll want to so yeah it's definitely a strong buy and a contender. Now on to Nightwing 62 it's Jurgens, Cliquet Filardi on this one and this one has a nice little recap about Rick Grayson now and he's suiting up a little bit better it seems like he's slowly upgrading a little bit more each time and he's dealing with this one person who is stealing stealing a heart or they're stealing something they're stealing a kidney they're stealing they're stealing an organ and so he deals with them as such and then gets help from one of the other Nightwings so that they can get it to the person in time then he reveals all this stuff to his new girlfriend which is uh, Beatrice and he tells her everything all the while there's something that's following him and the other nightlings not entirely sure what it is but even that team they're like what's up with this guy you know like we don't know what's going on with him we don't know who he is we want some more information maybe he was a bad guy going in going good I just like how he's being honest with this new girl that he's with that's really cool and then someone gets their offer as well which is pretty interesting and pretty cool. So yeah, it was it was pretty sweet. I like it. This one had more Rick Grayson and and just like kind of moving forward but also referencing the past at the same time and I like how they they do that. It's they're doing it really well. It's well balanced. Uh it's it's a balancing act really it really is because it's like you put too much new stuff in and people don't care. You put too much old stuff in and people might not care, but because it's not enough new stuff, you know? And so it's a really, it's just a perfect balancing act in this issue, I think. So I can give it a strong buy. Now on to Superman's pal Jimmy Olsen. One, it's a 12 issue maxi series by Fraction, Lieber, and Fairbairn. On this one, it starts kind of weird where it's like a lot of. Uh, Written stuff about how the Olsons have been part of Metropolis for a long time and how the Luthors have kind of fought with them the whole time and Then you see that in the present like it jumps through timelines and then you see Jimmy Olsen He's in space and they're like yeah We're doing this thing for the newspaper and we're gonna help out this group and they end up giving him this wrong injection He ends up turning into like a giant turtle while he's falling to earth And then Superman has to save him and it destroys this thing of Luthor's. And then Perry White's like, you're fired because you make too much destruction. We got to pay for all this insurance that nobody else has. It's ridiculous. And he's like, oh, wait, you're the only person that's paying for this paper to keep running because of all your crazy YouTube shenanigans that people like watching. So i guess not then clark's there's a little moment with that and then it jumps forward because they're like we need to get you out of town this isn't the right town so we're gonna get you and then so it jumps forward quite a bit though because he's in gotham and he's in this uh crap hole of an apartment or or place or whatever and you go okay some stuff has gone down since he's been there so it's actually a few days ahead so, yeah, it's like, oh, okay, something, something's crazy. There's a reason why. So he's not just living in Gotham, he's in hiding. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's pretty crazy. I mean, it is Matt Fraction is so good. He's at the point in his career where he, he can literally go to any publisher and say, I want to do this crazy idea, and they'll do it for him or with him. And it's just like these crazy nuts ideas where you're like, no one's going to buy this, but since it's Fraction, he can do it, and it'll sell, and it'll be good, and, and that's that. So that's pretty much what's happening, and it's intriguing, it's well done, and and they hook him up with a great artist always, so it's going to work. Like, it's, it's intriguing, it's definitely intriguing enough to keep reading, no doubt, and, and it looks phenomenal, so I can't help but say that it is a strong buy. Moving on to Teen Titans 32, it's Glass, Chang, and Mayola on this one, and this one is crazy, so we have Crush, and she's been beat up, she comes to, and they're like, hey, you know, we need to get you out of here, your dad's probably looking for you, he's going to finish the job, and she's like, nope, I'm not leaving, they're like, alright, well, we're not leaving without you, we're going to help you, we're going to stick with you, we're going to stick by your side, and that's what we're going to do. So they go like, "All right, we'll come up with a plan because he's coming anyways. We're not gonna be able to." So they really don't have time to get away. They come up with a quick plan that's that seems like it's going pretty well, but he's he's a tough sob, and so some stuff works, some stuff doesn't, and it's just getting crazier and crazier. And you're like, "Oh my gosh, what's gonna work? Is it gonna work? What's gonna happen?" And. Then someone comes in and does something that they really don't know. Like, you don't know the limit of her powers and her abilities, but she's willing to do this for this person because she cares about this person. And they're still beef with the team, so that's another reason why they don't exactly gel perfectly, but well enough to get the job done. And then somebody gets their offer from New Luthor as well. It, this one was amazing. I, without a doubt, a strong buy and a contender. It just blows my mind every time it comes out. It's crazy. Next is Wonder Woman Come Back to Me. Number one, it's Connor, Palmiotti, Hardin, and Sinclair on this one. You have Wonder Woman and Steve Trevor. They're on the beach. They're hanging out and, you know, just having a good time, swimming and stuff. And then, like, it's weird because, like, he has to go on this mission the next day and he's like, She's like, oh, sorry, I would invite you in, but my friend is staying with me because she doesn't have anywhere else to stay. Her apartment's getting worked on, whatever. So he goes to do his thing, then something pops up on the news, and she's like, all right, I'm gonna go do this. She goes to help these firefighters. And then, like, she talks to the animals, and the animals understand her and help these firefighters. Like, they all work together to get out of this fire. And then... Like, it's not completely fixed. And then you just see, like, next page. Like, she does get them all, all to their, the rest, get them out. But the fire's not stopped. And she just goes, like, all right, I'm going to go deal with this. And then you see next day and they're, like, yeah, yeah, hip, hip, hooray, you know, Wonder Woman. She saved everybody and she did this and that. And then her roommate, who also works with Steve Trevor, is, like, or not roommate, but the, the, her friend that's been staying with her is, like, oh, yeah, things went bad on the mission. They were out and... Or not this mission, but this test. And then this crazy freak lightning storm happened and they disappeared. So they end up go looking for her, for him. They're about to give up. And then that freak storm pops up as well. And then they end up transported in this crazy world with this giant monster attacking them. Wonder Woman can't fly. But she still has some of her powers and stuff. There's a talking crab. And then there's like a giant humanoid animal there as well so that is also a clue to trevor's disappearance so it was cheesy it was fun it is enjoyable it's not the best thing out there it's not bad it looks pretty solid uh i feel like this is more for people that really don't read comics they don't know about the relationship that steve trevor and diana have because it kind of seems like they have to establish that. And then there's like just this middle story that like kind of felt like it was either missing a part or it just didn't need to be in there. Because it needed a transition period. And then led to this, which is like felt like it could have kind of started with this in a sense. I don't know. So it, I, I just feel odd about it. It looks, It looks really solid. I can give it a buy. Now it's time to take a commercial break to talk about one of our sponsors, Twin Sons Comics and Games, which is located at 6301 Riverside Plaza, Northwest, Suite L1, Albuquerque, New Mexico, 87120. You can go to their website at twinsonscomics.com. Give them a call at 505-508-3427. Or you can go to their store, which is usually open from 11 a.m. to 12 a.m. So they are primarily a comic book shop, but they also do... I, I can't even really say primarily a comic book shop because they do so much other stuff. They do tabletop gaming, hence the games. Uh, so there's tabletop gaming, but there's also card gaming. So there's like Warhammer 40K is huge over there, as well as Magic, Heroclix... Yu-Gi-Oh all kinds of stuff if you're into it they have it they're there and they know their stuff I've seen them because they're always playing it if you go in at night they're playing with the people that are there and it's run by these two twins brothers uh, which is also why it's called twin sons a little play on words I love that Dumble entendre there which is also a reference to Star Wars as well so I love that and so it's just it's genius it's brilliant And those guys are, too. I love talking to them about comics, video games, shows, movies. They're always in the know about so much stuff. They they really know their stuff. Like, they're so great and so knowledgeable. They're really nice guys. Anytime you have an issue, they'll help you with it. I've had issues, and they've helped me, surprisingly. And they're stupid. They're definitely things where, like, I screwed up, and they're like, Oh, really? Okay, fine. We'll help you out anyways. Like, it sets them back financially, you know? And it's like, it's completely my mistake... Yet they're willing to help me out. And they've done that multiple times. So they're really great, really sweet people. And that's really why. And it's and they're just great. So do business with them, for them. They're a wonderful place. Make sure you check them out. Go to their shop. Now back to comics with Lady Mechanica. And it's Sangre number two. It's $3.99. It's Chen Benitez, Ching Montiel, and Sotelo on this one. Once again, we have this prologue with this Aztec warrior. He's getting his family out, and then they this creature attacks them. And then it gets back to the story in Spain, which is you have Lady Mechanica with the Baron here and his butler. They're looking into this death, this new death of this guy, and they're like, hey, do you know this guy? Is he a student of, or is he a schoolmate of your son and stuff? And they don't know. Anyway, she goes, ends up going to... Talk to the priest uh, and stuff, and is like, well, guess what? Your priest was using this mechanical object that is more for other things than what he says they are. Then she also goes to the university. She talks to all these people at the university, and they're like, oh, why don't you go talk to his girlfriend? He's like, she's like, girlfriend, I thought he was into boys. And so she, he ends up talking to, she ends up talking to this girl And she's like, no, 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 we're not boyfriend and girlfriend. I mean, we're really close friends. But, yeah, there's this crowd of people that he's been hanging out with that are really weird. And, you know, and so she goes and she visits them. Talks to them, they're very secretive and stuff. And then all of a sudden a massacre starts happening there. And it gets really crazy and really intense as you see someone is, like, slicing all these people up. It's just absolutely crazy. And I think it ties into another uh, story arc. And that's why, like these are wonderful in issues and that's what I love about this writer uh, and well, artist, this creator, this creative team all together, is that they create for the trade and the issues. And you can tell that the way that it's written that you're like, oh man, this will be great in trade, but it's also so wonderful to read in issues. And that takes a lot of time to craft a story in such a way that it's well done for both because usually it only serves for one or the other. So because of that, it looks phenomenal. It's super intriguing. I just love this investigation style. Learn a bit, little bit more, a little bit more. It gets more and more intense as it goes on. We're slowly finding things out and it's just fantastic. So definitely a strong buy and a contender for me. On to Marvel with Domino Hot Shots number 5. It's Simone Baldiolan and Schelfer Charalimpides on this one. And I had actually missed the previous issue, so I felt a little lost because I didn't know exactly what was going on. Jumping back into this, it didn't really do a good job of getting, catching me back up. I did skip the intro part, so that's why I just jumped into the book. Uh, So I guess I should have done that. Anyways, we have the team and they're about to face off against this lady who's been touched by this Celestial Power. And she's like, she's going crazy because they killed her boyfriend or husband or something. This other scientist that was on the job and stuff. And so Natasha was like, there's a reason that I came to you as she's saying to Domino. And it's like, you know, you have all the cards stacked in your favor. And So they do their best, but they get leveled pretty well and they're like, yeah, this isn't working and then their friend who they thought was dead and their teammate that they're working with shows up and has this object and is like, hey, yeah, I'm here to help you and here you take this and you lead the team and so it kind of just going through like this cosmic thing of like, you could do this with this power, you could do that, you can change the timeline, you know, you can go on all these adventures, you can have it serve yourself, be selfish you know, you can fix things or, you know, you can just fix this. And so that's so she ends up having to make her choice her decision and be like, what am I going to do with this? And you see what she does. And then you also see how loyal her team is to her. And even someone who you didn't expect, you're like, she's like, you know what? She's down there. I'm going to go down there too to help her and to help this other person as well. So it, it ended up really well. It was a fantastic little story arc. I liked it, I enjoyed it, I had a good time. I do think it would read better in trade. It's still a pretty solid issue on its own though. So, I I feel like I feel like it's definitely a buy. Here's the digital code. Tell me what you think. H for Hank, M for Marvel, 3, V for Victor, Z for Zarbon, 6, I for Icarus, H for Hank. F for Fantastic, 9, D for Delta, W for Wolverine. Then I picked up Age of X-Men Omega, number one, because I was like, I have to know what happens at the end of this, because I bought the first, and I followed certain stuff, so I was like, okay. It is Nadler, Thompson, Buonfantino, Pharrell, and it is $4.99. Essentially, this is Nate, Gray, and... The X Man, and he is, and he's from from he's from an alternate universe. He's from Age of Apocalypse, and he is like, all right, I use this life seed to create this whole new world. And honestly, if they would have opened up with this and made me understand that, I would have been so much more down with reading and picking up this series. But instead, they kept me in the dark the entire time, and then they don't don't reveal like how and why and what happened. He essentially created an entire pocket universe with this life seed. And so he helps keep, he's helping keeping it all together. He did this because he wants to help these people. It was really weird too because you have Iceman. It looks like he's, he's not ice anymore. It looks like he's water and it continues to look that way from there on out. So I was like, has he changed into water? It was so weird. But you just see like the different aspects of each title like how they are how they culminated and how they came to an end and how they tie in and stuff and it's pretty cool and they're like yeah we need to take this fight to nate gray and find out what's going on but at the same time there's certain people that he has convinced he has convinced colossus as well as nightcrawler that hey we can all stay in this world as mutants this is a mutant world all the mutants are here some of these new people are constructs and they're fake, but they are pretty much made real and they're new people. And he's like, I even invited aspects of revolt and rebellion just so that you guys would have a purpose and have something to do. And he's like, yeah, but you played us. You know, that's the thing is you played us. And you know, like some of us went to prison, some of us did all these things, you know, we don't remember and we deserve to remember. And of course, the people that are like, there are certain people that are like, if we leave, this is the end of it. This, we can't come back. All these people that are new to this world, they all disappear. They go away. You know, we are at peace here. There's so many of us that are at peace here. There's so many of us that have a better life, though not all of us. And it's really the people that had, had it the worst are the people that like this the most. And then people that kind of I wouldn't say had it the best because then you still have other characters who are like like Beast who were never treated very well except for when they were in human form and they're still like, you know what, no we need to go back to the way things are and so it's it's the majority decision and that's essentially what happens and they end up deciding that they have to end this it's really crazy, it's really nuts and so and, and everyone goes back and and has to make that conscious choice to go back. And so, yeah, it's it's pretty, it's pretty crazy. Yeah, it was really interesting. It was really intriguing. I felt like it stands really well on its own. You don't have to know any of the other stuff. Once again, yes, it does enrich it. I, for one, did not follow most of the stuff. I read the first two issues of most of them. And then the only one that I kept on picking up was Nightcrawler until... It got really weird, and that's what most of it was just weird and confusing because they didn't reveal what they revealed at the beginning of this, which it would have made sense, and I would have been like, oh, okay, that makes sense, that's cool. But it wasn't really like, alright, but and that's why this is a solid issue on its own, because it brings everything together, and yet, on its own, it stands pretty well. Yeah, it, it, it was really solid, it looks really solid, it was a great uh, conclusion, so I think it's definitely a strong buy. Now the digital code I'm not exactly sure about cuz it got ripped off. I don't know if it's a Z. I want to say it's a Z and then I think it's two. It could be an F or an E or something. I really I really don't know. A 9 I think or a, I I don't know. And then I think it's an O and then XQ6HP LL, I really don't know. I might post it because when I tore it, it got like torn and messed up. So I'll take a picture, and if someone wants to, they can figure it out for themselves. On to X Force number ten. It's Brisson Burnett and Aburtov. It's three nine nine for this one, and we have the Counterfeit King, part four of four. So this is... There's this girl, and she's all wrapped up in the techno-organic virus as well. They do try to save her, and they're not sure if they can. You have Rachel. She now has the Phoenix Force and is about to take on Strife, which is awesome because she obliterates them and also reveals the truth. That's what I love about her power psychic. She reveals that Strife is manipulating a lot of the people on her team, on his team, to work for them, and... But some of them are just so blind, it's just blind loyalty that they still don't believe when the truth is revealed to them. But at the same time, like this kid Cable is like, hey, Rachel, you can't kill Strife because if you don't, if you kill Strife, I won't ever become the man that they know me to become. And I can't become the person I'm supposed to. So you have to keep them alive. I know it sucks and it's going to create all this stuff. But we have to preserve the timeline. And that's kind of like when everybody clicks that it really is Cable. Because they're like, alright, yeah, that makes sense. That's definitely something Cable would go through with. And they kind of all just resolve things and have their nice moments and go back to their times. And that's the end of that. It's it's So that is the end of this title, I do believe, for now. As well as... The end of this story arc, uh, it was enjoyable. It was a good conclusion. I really enjoyed it. I think this would be way better in trade and issues. It was a little bit rough to follow at times, and overall the art is like a little goofy. But I think if it was too dark, it would be exactly that. It would be too dark. Of a of if the if the tone of the visuals were too like dark and gritty, this this it would just be too depressing. So, ends up working for it in that sense. I think it's, uh, because of it's such a solid conclusion, I can give it a strong buy, for sure. Here's the digital code. N for Nova, 2. T for Tomas. Z for Zorro. J for Jameson. 8. T for Tomas. X for Xavier. Q for Quintana. I for Ignacio. F for Familia. 9. Now swinging into the superior Spider-Man number nine. It is Gage Hawthorne von Grabaja Bel Air. on this one. It's three ninety nine, dollars And so they talk about how he has been doing all this stuff, uh, how he's been helping the city of San Francisco. He goes to the ceremony where they give him the key to the city. And he's like, oh, uh, I got to go. There's something going on. And they're like, we didn't get anything on the police scanners. Um, you know, where is it? And they're, he's like, oh, it's fine. I'll take care of it. Only I can handle it. There's, like, this little Mexican lady that uh, is helping him. And then, like, this other girl who he kind of had a date with, but she he freaked her out because he revealed, like, his entire... He was, he's so honest that he freaked her out because he was like, yeah, I was out of Octavius, all this stuff, you know, blah, blah, blah. I took over Spider-Man's body, and she was just like, oh, my God. And she just, like, left. She's kind of like, hey, sorry about that. Let's try to, you know rekindle things and he's like ah screw you whatever i'm out of here and then there's like this old timey guy that shows up and he's messing things up and of course spider-man or superior spider-man deals with him and spidey actually shows up and and i was like spidey's showing up that's weird and you guys a chat with him about like hey man you know when i go through a lot of stuff i kind of am angry about myself you know with the people that i didn't save and i just i have this weird backlash and he's like you know what screw you and all feelings like that you know and stuff and whatever you know how many people died it was this many people and he's like whatever just because you fail doesn't mean i fail and it was it's just really crazy and then of course he kind of he kind of you know the girl catches up with him and um he he kind of breaks down with her and it was a weird awkward moment and then the truth is revealed at the end which makes so much sense about how this is going and it's really great and I can't wait to see more of this because it's really cool so it's it's a kind of like a spider-verse tie-in in in a sense or fallout more than anything else um not spider-verse spider get in so yeah it's it's it is weird because it's Otto octavius and for me it's really odd to be like I just cannot get with the idea that Otto octavius is now a good guy and he has this body and it's like if you were to put anybody into a nice body, like a like a chiseled body, they're like a perfect body and then like you have this genius intellect, like who wouldn't try to be better? I don't know, or maybe that would be give you a reason to be more of a, a doucher. dooser. And kind of is, but he he's still himself, but he's trying to be better. And that's the most intriguing thing is that he's he's always trying to be better. It looks phenomenal, it's really interesting. It's really awesome. I feel like this is a really solid jumping on point. You don't have to know anything else that's gone on. I think it will enrich it once again if for like spider getting stuff or if you read any of the previous stuff, but you absolutely don't need to because they do a really good job of filling you in. So yeah, it's definitely a strong buy. I feel like it's even worth a contender, but I'll go ahead and dig- give the digital code away anyways. M for Marvel, U for Ultron, Q for Quasar, I for Icarus, 4, M for Marvel, 8, 9, R for Richter, U for Ultron, K for Killmonger, B for Bravo. Now flying into Captain Marvel, number 8. its ninety nine with Thompson, Carnero, Bonvillain, villain, Cal's on this one. And this one gets right back to what was happening before like not even really before what happened like the the two tie-in issues but just like at the beginning of the story which is she just got back from like being in space and it's weird how it's this thing where they're like oh yeah everyone's like weird about her because it turned out that her mom was actually Cree, so she actually is half Cree. the Cree wasn't I don't know why they're making it like she's Kree, not because of from Marvel infusion, but more because she's actually always been Kree, which is weird. And then anyways, like these ships show up and they attack. She's getting tired, like she gets these nosebleeds and stuff, and then Spider-Woman is there to help her, as well as Hazmat. And then some other lady shows up to help as well, and you're like, what the heck's going on? Who is this person? She breaks out these people that are in these ships and it's Kree and then it kind of just makes more publicity where they're like, why did they, why did she save a Kree from this sinking ship? Doesn't make sense. And then all the while there's this other lady that keeps on helping. Here's something that's really crazy. So I saw this on Twitter and I think I might've seen it on Facebook too. Anyways, there's this thing going on, Right with politics where a lot of it is mirroring what's happening in comics and it's not even like it's on purpose but it's not on purpose at the same time because like okay what happens in this is like there's this thing where they're like send her home send her home and it's very reminiscent of what we've been hearing from Trump about telling these women to go home And whether he meant like to their countries or to their own, where they come from in America, it's still offensive regardless. And it's still pretty racist because he's still saying like, go to your poverty stricken neighborhoods and F off. You know, like that's what he's saying. Um, You know, go black, go back to your black neighborhoods, you know, and, and that's crappy. But regardless, they didn't put this in. After that, this was made before that happened. This came out before that he said that. So, this, if anything, like they say, life imitates art and vice versa. And this time, it was life that imitated the art because the art existed first. But what's crazy is because of the way that this goes, because of the publishing time is that the the writer put this the writer and the artist put this in before he did that and before this was published so they never changed anything but this came out after he said that so it seemed that way so it's just this mass confusion but it's so crazy that it happened this way but it really plays into the psyche of Carol Danvers is you cannot understand what these women are going through when there's americans on twitter on the news your own president is saying go home, or whether he means go home to to the country that your descendants came from, or where you're from, you know, which may be from a poor county, city, state, whatever neighborhood, what what be it, and and so you see it here, you see how Carol Danvers, she's getting kicked out of the military. Because they're saying, oh, you're alien blood, so we're kicking you out. Her friends do show up to her aid, which is really, really great. Uh, but once again, it reveals, too, because she has a little throwdown with She-Hulk, has a way to blow off steam. She It reveals that she... something's wrong with her. She's like, man, I don't know why I feel so winded. Something's wrong here. But then someone else, who is Kree, shows up. Someone she should never trust, and... Yet, she's feeling so low. She's like, screw it. And honestly, I've been having a lot of doubts about continuing to do this podcast because I can't keep up anymore. And it's not only made me want to stop doing this, but it's made me want to stop reading comics altogether. Because I feel like I'm failing all of you because I can't keep up because I can't keep all of you up to comics because I can't keep up with it and it's mostly because of work some personal life stuff too but mostly work because I can barely find time off to read comics I used to read them at work and it used to be easy but it's not easy anymore but anyways this book made me realize that even if I don't do this podcast anymore I still want to read comics because of this comic Because this comic sent so many messages here, of how things affect people in real life. That this is yes, this is a character. But have you ever thought what those women are feeling and what they're going through with all these Americans on Twitter yelling and screaming at these, screaming at them, saying, "Go home," because their president is saying it, which he shouldn't be. It's rude. It's offensive, and uh, you know. And they reveal that here. They help you get inside that mindset, even if it's through different ways. And I, and I love how even a mainstream comic can do that. So it's a strong buying contender for me. I'm gonna hold on to this digital code until the end. Moving on to Invaders number seven. It's Zdarsky, Magno, Geis, Jimares on this one. It is crazy because you have this broadcast by this guy. He's like, yeah, you know, people are going to call me a traitor. But really, I did this act because I'm a patriot. And that's why I attacked Atlantis before they attacked us, you know. And it's all just a fabricated lie. And then you see Cap and he's in this underwater suit and he's bringing this stuff down to these newly changed Americans. They have been changed into Atlanteans. And so he's bringing this tech down to them and these supplies to help them and to keep in contact with the people on the surface. And then you see Cap come back up and Steve attacks him. And he's like, you know what? You knew this was going to happen. You knew this was coming. We could have attacked them first. We could have stopped this. And then you see Bucky come to his aid. And he's like, you know what? Stop this. And then so he starts fighting Bucky. And... Oh, man, I just love how those two are such a great team. They literally are like brothers. And all the while, like, Cap is like, you know what, Tony, I let you have those punches because I, I I wanted you to feel justified. You know, I wanted you to feel like you could blow off some steam, but you you do it again and I'm not going to hold back. And so he's like, you know what, piss off, screw you guys, I'm out. And then you see, like, the United Nations and how, like, Latveri is siding with Atlantis and all this stuff because like americans are like you know what they use chemical weapons on us that's against the u.n it really is At, all the while they're like well you would you prefer us to just kill them because then they would be dead they're like so you're saying you'd rather we just kill your people and they're like no but this is against the rules and so it's it's really crazy they're all trying to find out more and then you have these flashbacks to 1945 during the war how Red Skull created these monsters, these atrocities. And he said, like, you know what inspired me to do this? You did, Namor, because you're half-human if you're ha- half-Atlantean and you're better than both. You're the next step. And so that's why he created these, because they're half-human and they're half-animal or something. So And he's like, no, 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 this is wrong. And so Namor all the while is questioning himself. That's how well-timed they are, you know? And then you have... Uh, the original human torch he's getting fixed by tony and then his old partner shows up and he's like you know what he was at peace you should have just left him alone and it's just really crazy like all this stuff that's going on you know cap stops namor from killing red skull because he's like you know what he needs to stand trial We don't have the right to judge him and then all the while there's this other thing Where this other guy is playing, doing these things behind Namor's back and he's just like, he's controlling him and he's playing into it and he's making it worse. And he's helping him by bringing these other weapons to help Namor to conquer the surface land. It's really nuts. It's really crazy. This is another one. It's absolutely mind-blowing. This could easily be a full-blown event across the entire MCU and I don't know why it's not in a sense because it could be and it's just absolutely brilliant and phenomenal it's definitely a strong bite it's definitely a contender I'm going to hold on to this digital code as well now on to uh, Silver Surfer Black number two this is $3.99 it's Cates and more with Stewart and Cows on this one I just love this art it's absolutely mind-blowing and you see silver surfer he's on the symbiote planet you just see like he's like i've dealt with this before and he's like yeah and then and i escaped so now there's this guy that's been awoken and he's dealing with him and they're fighting and he ends up taking him over with the symbiote but somehow he's able to make this like last escape and stuff to get away but they're going after him at the same time with this freaking awesome, amazing like dragon and everything, and then someone else is calling to him. You don't know who it is, and it's really crazy who it is because they're calling him by name, and you're—it's not who you think it is, and you're like, oh man, this is absolutely freaking nuts. Yeah, it's—it's it's, I love it. It's phenomenal. It's really crazy. The art does most of the storytelling, so it's really, really nuts i love it it's 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 just a piece in the puzzle i know that for sure this would definitely be great and probably better in trade but it's still really cool in 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 issues so i'll give it a strong buy i know it'd be definitely i know it'd be a strong buy in trade uh it's strong buy in issues as well but not quite a contender This is another one where the digital code's ripped off. Uh, I think it's a 6, then S for Super, Y for Yank, X for X-Men, 9, K for Killmonger. I think it's 3, or it could be 8, or it could be B. I'm not sure. Then X for X-Ray, R for Richter. I think it's 2. It could be 3, and then D for Delta, and then 3. That's another one. I'll go ahead and throw that up somewhere and see if someone can decipher it. Now, slashing into Uncanny X-Men number 22, it's Rosenberg, La Roca, Messina, Guru, EFX. It is $4.99. This is the last issue of this title, and Emma Frost has mind-wiped all the people on Earth of mutants. So even if they use their powers, nobody knows. You have Cyclops and Danny Moonstar, and they're at Central Park. And he's like, what am I going to do with my life now? Like, I really don't have a purpose. I was a student and then I became a leader and a soldier and kind of like a general and stuff. And now I don't really have a purpose. I can just go live. And he even meets up with Havoc and even Havoc like lets off some steam. And he's like, hey, you know, at least we're not. Fighting for our lives, and then you see Emma Frost still doing her thing. Uh, they have Wolverine, and uh, you know he's messing stuff up. But there, of course, because not everything is human, that there are machines and there are Sentinels. So they come and they attack, and something crazy happens in this issue as well. Someone makes a sacrifice, and the Sentinels are crazy because they're also um like warlock sentinels they're like mashed with warlock so warlock can this warlock madrix fusion can kind of control them but not entirely and they're like well we need to take out this general because he's controlling them and he's the only one that hasn't had his mind erased because he has his own cerebro control you know to protect him and control these sentinels you know madrix he hates using himself but he does create this like last run army and they're like, we're going to die. And they they try their best effort and it doesn't work. And that's when the X-Men from X-Men Age of Alpha, they pull through, they come through and they give their aid. And it's such a great, wonderful moment to see them and what happens with Scott and Jean when they see each other and just how it is and just the revelations. And then, also, they're like, hey, they still don't know, you know, there's, like, all this commotion going on in Central Park, and, but the police still don't even know what's going on. They don't see us. They don't know what's what it is. We can destroy this helmet. We can destroy Cerebro, and we can undo everything Emma Frost did. What are you going to do? And they're like, well, what's better, living like this as if we never existed, and everything that we fought for meant nothing? Or go back to fighting for our lives. And they're like, you know what? We're not going to be in hiding. We're not going to do this. We deserve to be. You know, and it's really crazy. And it's something that has interested me the entire time I've read X-Men comics is this, Stanley created X-Men comics because he was mirroring what Martin Luther King was with Professor Xavier doing and what, Malcolm X was doing with Magneto and to make that same analogy that every single mutant is essentially like you could replace with a black person or a transgender person or a gay person, any person that is not the norm, any person that, uh, that has not had their full rights just because they're different. Those things interest me, and to go now. If you were all those things and all those things you fought for as those groups, would you want to just have it erased so that people would just see you as another white person or another straight person, or would you rather be yourself with all the stuff that you had fought for this entire time? And that's what went through my mind, and that's why I agreed with their decision in the end. This is another one where the code is totally effed. Uh, The art is phenomenal. Of course, there's moments people will complain about this run, Rosenberg's run, and they're completely valid, which is he does stuff for shock value. He does stuff and they don't, like it didn't have a good build and it didn't have a good like, oh, that was totally worth it kind of moment either. It's just like, boom and then it serves one very small factor and then we move on to the next issue whereas and then and it happened a lot throughout his run i will say those things aren't what made this book great there's other things that made this great and it's those types of things those decisions that they make together as a team the points where you have cyclops and you have wolverine go toe to toe against enemies together and put things aside And and have Cyclops say, I'm not the leader, we all choose, we all lead, we all make decisions together. I'll be the field leader, sure, because I can make I'm good at that. But when it comes to making decisions, you know, in the war room, we all make a decision. It's it's democratic, you know, and everyone gets a vote, every single person. And that's that's where the power was, as well as the moments that show you that how the relation of this is to real life because there's other things where a mutant was murdered and they got away with it you can't tell me that that hasn't happened to our society you can't say that there are moments in our society where men have raped women and either gotten away with it or will only be going to prison for a short time so these that's what made this run powerful not those other things. Obviously, those things were they, they they were what they were. For me, this was a strong buy. For me, this is a contender. I wouldn't hold on to the t- digital code if it wasn't so jacked up. I can try to read it off though. It's either s or 5, then 4, 8. Then I think it's a for alpha. I want to say D for delta, then 8, or could be 6 or 5, I'm not sure. Then I think it's 2 or z not sure, then four, then I want to say it's K, then Y, then another K, and then six. I'll post that somewhere in case someone can't get it based off of that. Now let's swing into Spider-Man Life Story 5, the 2000s or double O's, the aughts as they say. It is Zadarsky Bagley, Dell, Diarmata, De Lanham on this one. its 4.99. You have Morloon, and he is messing up Spider-Man, which in reality, he's actually the clone. And that's so he defeats him. And he, And then he says, he's like, oh, you're the clone. Somehow you got tricked into being the actual Spider-Man. Then you see Peter Parker and how he is off living his life. He has this daughter and this son. He's married to mary jane they live out in the woods and stuff there he's the best electrician apparently and they see the news and even his daughter's like hey you know when this thing happened and they were talking to reference 9-11 you were there you helped you put a mask on and you had the mask on you so i knew and i knew it was you and you helped and so i knew it's been you and then they have tony stark it doesn't look like tony stark he looks like a politician but he is he's the secretary of Defense." But this is also Civil War time. And it's Civil War time from Marvel Comics. And then you see Peter they're like, his family essentially goes like you know what, you need to go back, you need to reclaim your company and tell them like, hey you're not really dead, you were the real one. And Betty Brant is there, she gives him you know, like the interview and stuff so you can tell the truth. And they do that so that Tony Stark can't get his company. And so Tony Stark is like, hey, you have to join up with us because you're hiding in secret and you're a superhuman, so you need to register and be one of us. And so he's like, nope, you know, no, I'm not. And so then his little team of Avengers attacks, and it's crazy because Morlun then finds his family. So all the while, so on one side you have, it's going back and forth where Morlun is, is attacking his family And then he is fighting Iron Man. And then Cap and his soldiers show up to help in the fight. And also, his kids are really smart. So they realize that the only time that Morloon is weak is when he's feeding. So they're like, alright, one of us is going to be bait and the other one is going to be switch. So that's what happens with that one. And... You see what happens also with uh, Civil War. What happened with that? And so that's really crazy. And there's a great conclusion on both ends. It's really suburb and fantastic. I absolutely love it. Uh, but we still have, I think, one more issue. Because it looks... It appears to be the death. It's the 2010s um, on sale 828. So... This book is absolutely phenomenal. It's been phenomenal this whole time. I love how they're doing this stuff. It's it's just absolutely brilliant. This could be stretched out so much longer if it wanted to, and it could, and I would still buy it because of how well it's being handled, but I kind of like how they're speeding it up. And that's even like that's really that's true talent in both the writer and the artist to be able to do storytelling this quick, this like fast-paced. So it's it's phenomenal. I love it. It's a strong buy. It's a contender. I'm going to hold on to the digital code. All right. And it's time to announce the runner-up and bow for the week for July 17th comics. Oh, man. There's there's so much good stuff. I, I feel like my bow is really easy. My runner-up is what's difficult, which is essentially what it comes down to is probably Teen Titans 32, Invaders 7 and spider-man life story 5 You know what I I, as much as I love spider-man life story I'll go ahead and give the digital code away here. It is I for Ignacio 9 4 C for Carlos T for Tomas E or D for Diego E for you G for Gloria 1 I for Ignacio 0 and 1 Hopefully that's it if that's not it um, I'll take a picture and send it. But my runner-up is going to have to be Invaders number 7. Like I said, it's just absolutely brilliant and phenomenal. This could be a comic book event. And I I, I kind of love that it's not, but it kind of pains me that it isn't at the same time because I'm like, oh, it so could be with everything that's going on. I know that the reason that it wasn't is because there was already this giant thing going on with War of the Realms, and it's like, you can't top War of the Realms because it was all over the world. And mind you, this could be an all over the world thing. So far, it's just an America thing. But, oh man, I just love that bucking and Cap stuff. Just everything in this is absolutely perfect. The past stuff, you know, I, I love the different art styles. Of course, always the past is, is my preferred art. But both work really well in tandem. Especially because the future looks more futuristic. And it's just, it's just crazy. And I can't wait to see how this concludes where it goes, how it goes down, what's going to happen. Uh, I don't know if the next one is going to be the end or or not, but it seems like it's going to be coming to a conclusion soon, at least the story arc, if it's not going to continue. It doesn't say it's this limited series, but I don't know. So it is, it's crazy. It's just crazy. So I love it. That's why it's my runner-up. So here's the digital code. T8 B for Bones Q for Quentin I for Icarus Y for Yank 3 P for Penance 8-9 H for Hank K for Kill and this one was easy if you couldn't tell uh, Captain Marvel is by far my runner up Uh, it's my b it's by far my b I'm sure you could tell it's Captain Marvel number 8 like I said it touched on so many important aspects of our society and I think when you can do that in a mainstream comic all these things also while it's just a great Captain Marvel and Marvel comic period and comic book comic that like it just totally works and it totally kills it and that's why I absolutely think it's the best as well as all the other stuff that I already said I don't need to repeat myself so yeah it's it's really crazy here's the digital code for this one I for Ignacio Q for Quintana B for Barrio W for Huelita, 0, F for Familia, B for Barrio, H for himario, R for Rigoberto, Y for Yucca, U for Uganda, G for Chacapov. And that's it for that. Thank you for listening. Hope you enjoy all the books and stuff and uh, hearing what I have to say about them if you're undecided or, you know, whatever. If anybody wants to join me at any point, feel free to hit us up on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr, YouTube, whatever. We all are busy. We all have lives. And that's also why this may be coming to an end or might just be a monthly thing. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, Life just keeps getting busier, so it will probably go to at least a monthly thing and then eventually just completely um, end altogether. But I'll probably still be reading comics at least on a monthly basis hopefully phenomenal reviews i'll be following other people's reviews at that point to see what's the best of the best to see what's worth getting so i will depend on other people to decide what is worth picking up and what's not so thank you for listening uh talk nerdy to me and keep your o'clock hungry for comics network. Thank you for listening.